Joining me, a very special guest today here to talk about a lot of new stuff, including a new music video out. It's Madeline Merlot. We can find her at MadelineMerlot.com or at Madeline Merlot on social media. How are you? Hey, Weaver. What's up? It has been a long time since I got a chance to see you. I know. You. It's been a minute for sure. How was your summer? It's been so good. It's yeah? been busy. I've been playing really great shows. Really enjoying it. Yeah. Country awesome. Thunder, CMA Fest. You got mm-hmm. uh, Havelock Country Jamboree this week. You got yeah. Lucknow's that next weekend. Yeah. What is the best part about traveling all these places in the summer and just seeing all these country music fans? It's just, it's so cool just to be able to play your music. And, you know, I've been in Nashville kind of like a hermit writing songs. Um, and, you know, you you forget and you get on stage and you sing these songs and you're like, oh, yeah, like people know these, like they like these, like I am still relevant. That's great. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> um, but it's it's so fun. We just have a blast. Me and the band, you know, they're my best friends and we just have so much fun and we're so lucky to do it. Seriously, best job ever. You are fast becoming synonymous with summer with all the palm bays and the flamingos. I know. And the this is my vibe right now. This is, this right is now. Where you fit in very well. It's so true. It's yeah. good to see you at all these live shows and we get to be mm-hmm. a big part of Lucknow's next weekend. So for yes. those who are not uh, necessarily owning tickets yet, uh, how do we sell people on a Madeline Merlot show who have never seen Ooh, you live? That's a great question. I feel like my show is very well-rounded. Um, you know, we have a war paint moment and I get to talk about mental health, which is important. And then um, that I sing about drunk girls in the bathroom and then we're singing about Motel Flamingo and burritos and we do a Led Zeppelin cover and I want you to feel all the feels and I want you to dance and I feel like it's just... Like I said, well round, you get a little bit of everything. I love it. So I knew big things were up this summer when I was going through Instagram and I saw you had a post up. And then I went to check out your feed and then realized you had scrubbed your entire social yeah. media feed. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about why you did it, how much did that hurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I had, I swear, I didn't know if people thought I was having like a mental breakdown or something. I had so many messages, people <laughs> like, what is going on with your Instagram? And it felt good. To be honest, I thought I was going to be a little stressed about it. I like archived a bunch of the important moments. And if you look now, if you go to the bottom, I have like my Shania Twain, CCMA moment. I have like when I sang the anthem for the Blue Jays, like some big moments that were special to me. I like re-put up archive, but I tossed those selfies out the door and it (laughs) felt good. It was so so nice. I'd be so nervous about losing all that important stuff. (sighs) It wasn't though. I feel like... I just wanted, I want, it's a fresh start, it's a fresh sound with this new song, and I want people to go to my page and it just to be music, and I don't want them to think, maybe she's an influencer, like, what does she do, and like, la, la, la. I just want it to be like, everything is music related, that's what I do, that's what I love, and that's what I want to have clear on my the page. Clutter. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, it's important in today's world because there's a lot of different music coming people's ways, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different influences coming people's ways. So, how do you, uh, by clearing out the clutter, figure to stay in their lives and stay at the forefront. Yeah, I think that it's just like I'm very set on like my brand and I and when you go to my page you get a sense of who I am and, and what I'm trying to do and my color scheme. It's like all of these crazy marketing tools. Absolutely. It. Yeah, so it's things like that where um to just kind of build what you're doing and for me social media it's a double-edged sword and it's a tool for my music and that's what I want it to be like. But you can get caught up in a lot of stuff, and I don't know. I just wanted it. I wanted a fresh start, so, yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. And this fresh start uh, led us to the single we're here to talk yes. about today, Dear yeah, Me. Yeah, Dear Me. I didn't know what to expect when I pressed play because cool. uh, you've gone a lot of places yeah. recently with your music. <laughs> you talked about mental health earlier and yeah. the great song with uh, War Paint, and we yeah. had the fun and the girls' bathroom stuff with Neon Love and, and Motel Flamingo. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know where you were going to go with this one, and then yeah. I pressed play and went, 
Madeline brought me back to summer. Yeah. I think, okay, listen, I know that I'm a little all over the place sometimes, but I'm a writer and I write songs every day and that's what it is. It's like, I'm not going to write the same song over and over again and I'm not getting pitched music where they're like, okay, this is what your song sounds like. These are 10 other songs that sound just like it. Yeah. We know you like them. I'm writing this stuff and I'm different than I was when I was 18 years old and I was writing songs. As you should be. I'm changing. I'm figuring out my sound and for Dear Me, um, that was a song that I did not think was going to be released, to be on- honest. I thought maybe it would be like a deep album cut, but I went into that, right? It was on Bell Let's Talk Day, yeah. and it was a tough day, and um, I was in a weird season of life, and I was just kind of feeling discouraged, and um, we were on like another idea, and then Abram, one of my co-writers, just started playing that. Bow, 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 yeah. And I just went, dear me. And I was like, I feel like I just need to write a song for myself. And it, we wrote it like top to bottom. Sometimes you start with the chorus, but this was like, boom, boom. line, And it just was like word vomiting out of me. And it was every single line of that song was something that I needed to hear that day. And then the demo was bare, like literally that guitar riff and me singing. And that was it. And I sent it to my label like, hey, like whatever i don't think at any i did not expect them to react the way that they did and everyone was like this you got to do this and this kicked out what we thought we were going to have like everything changed the whole like landscape so i want to ask a follow-up but first uh, for those who haven't heard the song or know what we're talking about yet madeline merlot's dear me is basically a message from her current self to her younger self and we'll discuss the video which Mm -hmm. showcases that uh in just a couple minutes so why do you think the song was released I think that for me, I would think I was just a little close to it. That to me, it felt so specific to me that I didn't imagine that other people would relate to it. Um, But I mean, you send it to my label and all the people were like, yes, 100%. This feels like you. And I'm like, well, this is very personal. (laughs) That's probably why. And and again, the demo was so bare. And I'm like, okay. So then you start thinking and I'm like, we got a Brad Hill. He's uh, who produced a song. He's worked with Marin and Brothers Osborne down in Nashville. And he has this really cool, like soulful vibe and I wanted it to feel powerful and have that soul in it but I wanted it that riff that guitar thing was just it was such a cool vibe and I needed that and I wanted it to feel kind of like everything I'd been doing like into one if that makes sense it does and I think the message is also a cool part of that song whether you recognize it or not the first time I heard it I I heard it as an empowerment message for women and Mm -hmm. I think that in today's climate that's an important message yeah and the thing about that was is nobody went in that room that day and was like let's write a song for girls and let's capitalize on this thing that was happening no i was i was this is to me i'm not preaching to anybody else this is literally like you are smart and you're your father's daughter like don't forget that like you are powerful and i needed that at that moment and it was a song i just needed to hear I yeah. guess, in that season I of think life. a lot of women in today's world yeah. would feel the same way. I think a lot of people in general in today's world would feel and the same like, way. And like, oh my gosh, like uh, my last show that I played, there was a dad and his daughter there and I looked him in the eye and I said, you're your father's daughter, don't forget it. And like, I thought he was going to cry. Like, that's powerful as a dad that has a daughter to be like, you know, I don't know. I th- I, th- I just felt like it was, it was a bit of a weird move, but um, it just felt really right and really me. And I'm so, so excited about this. And it if, should be. if this song does really, really well, it will be because it came from a, the most honest place I've ever written from. If 100%. there was an artist that was going to swerve in this direction, it would be you because you're, you're right. You do grow in your songwriting yeah. and your music. But you're also right in so much that maybe I don't want to hear the same artist sing the same songs about the same things over and over again. Maybe I just want to hear you sing about what you're going through at the time. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, you know, when artists change, like Lady Gaga came up with that, um, 
oh, that record that had a really country feel. She had like the big hat on or whatever. Joanne. Joanne, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Her, her fans were upset. They were like, this isn't like techno. This isn't pop like she usually does. And it's like, no, Lady Gaga is going through a thing right now. And she's just exploring her artistry for a second. And she'll be back and she'll try new stuff. Like we have to support yeah. cre- creative individuals in their yeah. pursuit of what they want to do. Yeah, find your favorite artist in the world. Do you like every song, everything yeah, no, they've ever created? Yeah. No. Because they're, they're changing. Yeah, like they're, right. what they're listening to is changing. They're influenced by different things. So it's yeah. interesting. So so let's talk about the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we're talking on a Monday. Some people might be hearing this conversation later, but we're talking on the Monday. The video came out today. Yes, it came out today, <laughs> which is so cool. So it's so super cool. awesome. So let's describe it. I already described the song as kind of an empowerment mm-hmm. message from current you to past you, and that seems to be what the video is about. Yeah. And I wondered if this was a family member, but I saw today on your Twitter uh, that the little girl playing young you was Alice Antoinette Comer. Yeah. So and, and she related to you in any way? No. no. Okay. So about a year and a half ago. Uh, my best friend Melise is an acting agent and she had a client named Alice who loved my music and so I sent Alice a a video message saying hey Alice what's up it's Madeline thanks for being a fan and she freaked out and whatever Um, and then when when I wrote this song and when we talked about it being a single and a video um, I just I feel like your true self is a child like we're all like an inner child and that's like our most vulnerable innocent like you know what I mean and I think I imagine someone's like that she's like 10 year old Madeline is saying these things to me, kind of. Do you There's know what I mean? There's a part of the video where she does it. She, she does, does yeah, here, because yeah. I think you're so fearless. You're so tenacious. Like, you're, I lost every singing competition I was in, everything. I was not the star kid at all. And I never gave up. And I lost again and again and again. I have no idea how I wasn't discouraged, but I wasn't. So, anyways, I thought of Alice right away. I was like, she, because she had this spirit about her that was very much like me. She had long, wavy blonde hair, and she just, she ran as fast as she could to everywhere she was going, and just like, <laughs> the whole video shoot, she'd do this. She's five, and she would sing. She's only five? She's five, wow. yes, and she'd like, sing all the lyrics of the song, and then she'd be like, I'm gonna go play with the horses, and like, sprint off, and I'm like, you were, <laughs> like, she's so much like me, she just had that spirit, and my mom, even my mom was like, it's spooky how much she was like you, so yeah. she was, she came to mind right away. That's just perfect. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it worked out quite well. Uh, Stefano did a great job directing yes. and putting the thing together. Did you have any input on the theme and the concept? Or Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, for Neon Love, for example, I, every part of that video was like, I want there to be a yellow room. I want there to be a pink car. <laughs> I wanted, like, I had everything mapped out with this one. Um, I wanted it to, I wanted there to be Alice. Yeah. I wanted to play a white Gretsch Falcon, which is the guitar that's in it, because <laughs> it's so cool. Um, and I just said, I want it to be, like, I want her to be speaking to me I want there to be that parallel of like me as a child and then me as an adult but I wanted it to be beautiful and like cinematic and um and I wanted it to be in BC I wanted it to be where I was from and um like the forest that she's running in and I'm walking in like that looks just like what I grew up in because I grew up like literally playing in the woods and other than that I was like I knew Stefano was the right call because he does those really like beautiful scenic um artsy videos and yeah. that's, that's what I wanted so I was like these are the things that I need in the video and other than that like let's go So plus Stefano is like an 18,000 time music video director yeah. of the year winner at the CCMA so yeah. this is guaranteed to win a trophy yeah. of some sort yeah. <laughs> the odds are in my favor <laughs> yeah. oh I like it so uh, for those just checking in here uh, Madeline Merlot is with us now uh, Dear Me is her current single yeah. and Dear Me the video is out now that's the one mm. we were just talking about uh, other singles War Paint Honey Jack What You Want to Do about it all from the album Free Soul mm-hmm. and then there's four now I think right so Motel Neon Love Unraveling mm-hmm. and Dear Me yeah uh, 
I, I could be wrong, but I believe they don't have like a home, so to no. speak, an album home yet. No, so, they don't. So are you just a single artist now? No. Or are you building a record of 12 hit singles? Like, what are you working on? Now? Um, You know, gosh, it's kind of like I want... I, there will be a record, 100%, um, and we're there at that point. I have enough to make three at this point. Yeah. Um, I just really wanted, they say you have your first, uh, their whole life to write your first record and 10 months to write your second. And I just, I don't know, I just didn't feel like everything made sense. And if you listen to those songs, they don't really sound like they're from the same record. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like with Dear Me especially, um, we've, we're on like the right track with something. And um, there will be a record being released very soon. And, and yeah, but I think those other songs will just be floating around in the universe. Nothing wrong now. with that. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw them on um, to that you can buy, the, you know, the completed uh, you know, packaged together, but I just want the next record to just be really, really feel like it goes from one to the other song and it just feels really natural. That's what I love about a record. What was a recent example? Uh, Brothers Osborne, Port St. Joe. Every song, one into the next. Exactly. That's what I want to hear with records. Yes, exactly. The only other option you really have is is do the single thing over and over again and then do like a Blake Shelton uh, greatest hits at the end. Yeah. So here's 25 number ones and boom, here's a 25 number one record. No, I'm totally like you. Same with um, Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves. It's effortlessly into the next one and she uses the same like you know, obviously producers and um, a lot of the same songwriters and they've just, that's when I think it's really magic. So I think that that's kind of mine. I really want it to feel like seamless like that. you got a lot going on. I am a busy girl. <laughs> Where do you find time to talk I don't to me? Know. Today? <laughs> so uh, right. we get you a luck nose music in the fields next yeah. week. Uh, you and I have talked off air. The best we can say is there's another announcement coming before the year is over, mm-hmm. and uh, you're working on a record. But uh, let's leave people with uh, checking out the single "Dear Me." Yeah. And thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you for having me.